Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. And there is nothing better, I find, than talking to travellers who have been to places that I am contemplating going to. And so meeting Zana Dor is an absolute highlight for me. And Zana, you may not be familiar with, but I call her the adventurous accountant. Is that fair, Zana? Thank you, Simon, yes. So tell me where you've just been and tell me where you're going in 2024. I've just got back from Saudi. So the KSA went for Christmas New Year, which might strike people as being uh, slightly strange, seeing as the KSA is one of the few countries in the world that doesn't recognise Christmas at all. And obviously they have a different New Year. And when they have that New Year, they are not, um, should we say, cracking open the champagne? Absolutely not. So it was completely dry Christmas and New Year for me, but that was no problems. I mean, they sell alcohol-free beer, so uh, we stocked up on that for New Year's Eve, at least. Um, that's what I call a party. Well, tell me about how it was as a woman travelling in Saudi Arabia. I've been on what I would call a couple of fact-finding trips, and as a man, it seemed to be uh, no great problem, but obviously the... Uh, attitude towards women, women travellers, foreigners, um, it's really quite tricky, isn't it? The most obvious thing for a woman is the clothing. Now, we were obviously told, I went with the tour group, I went with Explore, and uh, obviously in the uh, introductory notes, it advised us that we needed to take an abaya and headscarves, but... Interestingly, in Saudi, you don't need to wear a headscarf every day, which is in other countries I've been to. I've been to Afghanistan, I've been to Iran, and you do have to wear your headscarf, but we didn't have to. We were told we had to wear an abaya. The abaya is the full-length um, covering. Um, so we all took our abayas, and we had to wear them at the camel market, which we went to early morning for a couple of camel auctions, and... More obviously at Medina, which is the second holy city in Saudi after Mecca. Saudi Arabia is throwing billions at tourism. It's almost kind of taken over the world in terms of the uh, amount it's spending on marketing and media and so on. Did you encounter many other tourists there? Absolutely none. So um, I was on a tour group, as I say, and we got on our tour bus, 12 of us, interesting, 11 women and one man. And uh, we set off, we were doing Riyadh to Jeddah. We saw a couple of couples who were doing independent travel. Um, and we saw one other tour company who was going from Jeddah to Riyadh. So we met them sort of halfway and that was Mad Ventures. And they were camping by uh, a volcanic crater um, and we didn't see any other tourists, uh, Western tourists. In Alula, we saw a lot of other tourists. Um, they were mainly from Saudi or 
from uh, surrounding countries. And Al Ula is this extraordinary uh, Nabataean, I believe, yeah. area where they have the rock carved tombs as they do in Petra in yeah. Saudi Arabia. But um, have you been to Petra and was Al Ula as crowded as that? Absolutely not. It was crowded. It's very well organised. So it's along the same uh, line as uh, Petra in Jordan and it's the same kingdom and the same type of uh, carvings. Um, slightly different um, in that each of the tombs is uh, kind of an individual rock formation. You have to go with a tour group. We were on a tour bus. The tour bus was pretty full. There were 30, 40 people. That was it. So just us, 40 people. I think there was another a couple of uh, Chinese girls who were there and we were absolutely brilliant guides and we were taken from site to site and, it's, and everything was explained to us. So really well organised. And of course, in general, it's wonderful being in the forefront of tourism when places are opening up. But there's a lot of concern about human rights and indeed about the treatment of women. You've mentioned dress but did you get involved i don't know in any discussions with women in saudi arabia about the lives that they lead well obviously um it was a controlled environment let's say everywhere we went we had to have a local guide and most of them were men um they explore tried to arrange us to have um a woman guide in uh Riyadh, but she couldn't make it but we actually had a woman a women's guide in jeddah all day and she was absolutely wonderful. She was very open. She'd been educated in the West and because um, we were on a on a bus, she was very free. We were free to ask her any questions. And, you know, it, it's getting better. Let's put it that way. But what would you say if someone said, oh, uh, Zana, it's terrible that you're going and spending money in a country with a poor human rights records because effectively you're you're supporting some pretty medieval practices well i've had this question asked me many times uh I, as i said before i've been to afghanistan i've been to iran i've been to some places and i always say i'm not visiting the government or even the religious institutions i'm visiting the people and i'm supporting the women of these countries and i believe just going and and just being there and talking to to people just shows that they've got support outside of their own country and that we, we see them. And there's nothing better than actually going and, and talking to, uh, to people in the countries and say, we're here to see you. Now, you've come back, done some accountancy, no doubt to fund your next trip. Where's it going to be? Well, I've got a few trips lined up this year, but the, most, the one I'm most excited about is to go to Iraq which I'm sure people are going to uh, wonder about after recent events. But again, the places that uh, a tourist goes are not generally the places that um, have these activities. So I'm extremely excited to be able to go to Baghdad. I never thought I'd be able to. I just want to go to the, the museum there and, and just go and complete my picture of uh, the Middle East and, and the... the beginnings of civilization and you're going with an adventure operator rather than traveling independently i do draw the line at uh, 
traveling independently. I've got blonde hair and blue eyes, and uh, I, I do just like that little bit of uh, logistical uh, safety net around me. So yes, I generally do go with an adventure tour company. Which place, which people have had the strongest impression on you? What, where has your memory been most seared by? I think in, in recent years in Iran, I went to Iran a few years ago after, again, they'd had a period of, of not being able to welcome tourists. I went one Easter and it was it was a crazy time with, uh, there were so many tourists there, but people would stop their cars in the street and lean out and, and say, where are you from? And thank you so much for visiting us. We went to various sites and the, and the school kids would come up to us and ask for our autographs. They'd just get pieces of paper out and want, want us to write our names. And, and it was like, it felt very genuine. It felt like we were being actually welcomed and thank you for coming to visit us. Because, you know, it's as, as I said before, it's not the people. You know, there's, there's a view that, you know, by, by virtue of your birth, you're allowed to go places or you're not. You know, we're very lucky that we can go pretty much anywhere we like. I mean, some countries are off limits at some times, but we know, we pretty much know we from the West can go anywhere. And and some of these people in, in the countries, they're just not allowed out. They can't get visas, you know, and for us to go and visit them and explain how we live. And it's the same, you know, what does anybody want apart from you know, to earn a living, bring up the kids, feel safe and happy and have a bit of fun. Zanador, thank you very much indeed. And if you want to meet Zana, then you probably ought to catch the next plane to Iraq or somewhere equally implausible. Thanks very much indeed for joining us. Talk to you again tomorrow. Goodbye. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com code program.